I'm Richard Randall. We're back with Barb Schlinker. Barb, you know I've recommended you and your team for years. Barb Schlinker, barbhasthebuyers.com. When you expose your listings to all of the other agents and their buyers, sometimes the showing and the access to the property does not go as planned. So let's be honest here. Tell us about some of the home showing etiquette mistakes and what can be done about them. Okay, well, this is kind of a tough subject for me to broach, but it's important. I have to brief my clients every time when they let me handle the sale about what to expect during showings. And uh, many times there are surprises. So, and this kind of came about from clients giving me feedback about what happened in their house during showings when they weren't there. And also I had one client recently ask me, okay, you've told me what can go well, tell me what can go wrong. That way they're prepared. As long as they have knowledge and they know what to expect, it's not a problem. And just so you know, the seller gets to decide when their homes are shown. They don't have to leave, it's their home, but a lot of buyers prefer to be there with their own agents looking at the home without having somebody look over their shoulder because they feel a little uncomfortable. They're afraid to open the pantry to see how big it is, that kind of thing. That's what agents want. They want to have private access to the home alone with their buyers, both for showings and for an inspection. However, there's nothing wrong with a home seller staying in their own home. I've recently, in the last six months, I've had no less than six incidents of agents and inspectors confronting my clients and telling them they should leave their own home. <laughs> Can you believe that, Richard? No, it's my home and there's nothing. I'm not going to get in the way. I just want to make sure that everything goes as planned. I can't imagine an agent saying that. It happens a lot because what they're used to, which is their paradigm, right, is that when they go look at homes and when they do the inspection, they've got the house to themselves. I actually had one agent put it in writing when I said, hey, by the way, for the inspection, I'm going to be there. The seller is going to be there. And it's an older home. So if you think your inspector is going to pull the toilet to check the sewer line, you better bring in a licensed plumber to do it because we're not going to let an unlicensed inspector do this. And her answer back was, well, the buyers have a right to privacy during the inspection. <laughs> And because the of, buyers have a right to privacy, how about the said. sellers have a right to privacy? I know. She said, the buyers have, I'm like, in somebody else's home? I don't think so. I said, we're going to be there. And then she goes, well, what about COVID? I said, you know what? If your buyer is worried about COVID and you're worried about COVID, uh, we'll, we'll keep our distance. We'll all be wearing masks. But if your buyer's worried about it, then they don't come, period. And... <laughs> It, it, she, she backed down, but it, it's just because it was what she was used to, okay? And that's what I'm seeing a lot in the industry is they're trying to get the my clients to behave according to their conformity, their idea of how it's supposed to be, and it's not how it's supposed to be. So what has evolved, just in the past year actually, is that we're ha finding we're having to do everybody's job. We're having to make sure we're there for the inspection because a lot of times the agents will show up and go, oh, if you're here, I'm leaving. Even though it's my client and I'm supposed to represent them, they're out. And an inspector is not licensed. There is no license in the state of Colorado to be an inspector. 
So there is actually a license law that says that agents cannot open the door and let an unlicensed person in the home unescorted, but they, they want that. So we, we have to make sure we're overseeing that situation. So homeowners need to know that when they own the home, they have absolute rights to their homes, all right? They get to dictate when the showings take place. They get to dictate the times. They don't have to leave it open 24-7. They can say, I'm only going to allow showings from 12 to 3 or whatever it is. We're going to set it up and place those restrictions. But many times there are issues that come up. And unfortunately, these issues, oftentimes I hear the feedback from the sellers about what's going on during these showings that, that caused the, the sellers an issue. Let me just give you an example. Recently, we actually went, now this, I wasn't the listing agent, we were representing this person as a buyer, and we go to the listing, and there's a notice on the door that they're running an ozone machine. So if you know anything about these machines, you're not supposed to be in the house when an ozone machine is running. It actually displaces oxygen out of the home. So one of my team members went into the house, turned off the ozone machine, opened the doors wide up so the clients can come look at it and aired it out a little bit. And when they came in the door, one of the clients is a little bit immune compromised. He left. The wife stayed and they both left the home coughing and spewing and and she said they had to go home and take showers. They had this weird chemical smell on their clothes and clean their clothes. I sent a complaint in to the, the state because I really thought that this was something that was putting our clients at risk unnecessarily. And the state came back and said, oh, there's no law against it. <laughs> Can you believe that? I, I actually can't. I mean, I don't know whether there's a law or not. That is just rude. And especially when it impacts the health of your buyer, that could have been somebody who may have been very interested in buying the house. It's counterintuitive to me. And there's all kinds of times they could run that that wouldn't interfere with selling the house. So, so I don't know why these things are happening. I just think that there's there's not really good training out there in the industry. I mean, it's one month of school to be a real estate agent, and then you go hang your license with a broker. Very little training. There's supposed to be some kind of extra supervision in the first two years. But basically what really happens is sort of like, go, go sell, bring me some of that commission. But there's no real hands-on training that I see these days based on the behavior that I am observing, okay, when I'm actually in these houses. So these issues when property is accessed, particularly vacant properties, it seems to be where most of the abuses take place, is that I had one on one property very recently. Everything that could have happened, happened in this property. Complained about doors left unlocked, lights left on, no business cards left. So that's an, that's an etiquette issue to leave your card so the seller knows you're there, especially if it's occupied, but even if it's unoccupied. How do you know who was in the house? Now, they do absolutely have to schedule an appointment. They have to be licensed agents. So we have a digital record of it. However, you don't know who was in when necessarily. This person broke the stove knob and then, and then sent an inspection objection saying that the stove didn't work. Crushed potato chips on the floor. Starbucks coffee cups oh. left on the counter. Water heater warming sleeve taken apart and left that way by the inspector. And the mother of all violations turned the heat off in the winter, right? That all happened on one house. 
And I'm like, what is unbelievable, what Barb? What is going on? And and the clients are so nice. I mean, Mrs. Seller told me she goes, I even put a note on the door that said, please lock the door. Please, do- oh, I forget, I left out one part. Both of the toilets were completely stopped up and not just with paper. Okay. Oh, God. It, it, so she had to put a notice on the door about courtesy, lock the door, turn the lights out, please don't use the toilets, and don't leave food and junk in the house. I mean, it's just unbelievable disrespect that I see going on. And I think it's happening because there's a severe lack of training. Did you know that I, I've been in the business 25 years and I recently came across a, a training through my own coaching group, which I had to go out and pay for to get, on how to show a house. There's, I've been through all of the, you know, what do they call the certifications that you can go through. The Certified Residential Specialist, the Graduate Resi- Residential Institute. I've gone through all those courses. Not one of them has instructions on how to show a house. Did you know that? I mean, that is amazing. I mean, that's one of the key things you do, but it reminds me of law school. They teach you the law, but they never teach you how to be a trial attorney or how to be a day-to-day attorney. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So, so people have to figure it out on their own. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some good agents or some nice agents, but at the end of the day, it's embarrassing to me to have to tell my clients or to have to feel these frustrations with my clients. Just last summer, I had a licensed agent who I knew, I knew that the sellers were not going to be home when they scheduled the inspection. I knew they had a beautiful teenage daughter that was going to be home alone. So I actually picked up the phone, which it is understood that you do not, it's a law, you do not let unlicensed people in the house, right? But I wanted to make absolutely sure that she didn't do anything wrong. So I called her and said, hey, I want to make sure you're there for the inspection. There's going to be a teenager home alone. So her answer was, oh, don't worry. Tell the kiddo I'll be there. Well, uh, my spidey sense, I don't know what it was, but I, I sent my assistant to show up five minutes before the inspection started. What she found was shocking. The front door was wide open. The digital lockbox that only real estate agents can open was open. And there were two strange, unlicensed men in the house doing the inspection. And the agent was gone. I was furious. And I called her and asked her what was, why she did that. And her answer was, oh, I forgot I had a closing. So to put this in perspective, a closing for a real estate agent is payday. You never forget paydays, okay? So it was just careless, reckless. And then she went on to say, well, I didn't see the teenager there, so I thought it was okay. Well, the teenager was out in her her truck, but it didn't matter. You don't do that. You know, you just don't do that. You don't let people in a house for three hours unescorted. I was so mad about that. So I did what I'm supposed to do through the normal protocol. You complain to her broker and her team leader. Absolutely ignored. Completely ignored. So at closing, I whacked $1,000 off the commission and gave it to the seller. You think that's crazy? (laughs) 
I know. I think that's looking out for the seller. And especially, we're not just talking about inconvenience. We're not talking about gross things that people might do. We're talking about safety. And if you wouldn't treat that house, or especially the daughter or the other people who are in the house, any, any different than you would your own house and your own daughter, that's the way it ought to be. That's the way it is with Barb Schlinker. She is the agent who can help you command top dollar with the least amount of hassle. Make sure that you, your family, and your house are safe. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're thinking of making a move, call Barb at 719-301-3900. Or as always, barbhasthebuyers.com. Short break. When we come back, we're going to be discussing how to sell a house in one afternoon with Barb's exclusive RBID system and get a great offer on your home. Stay tuned for that. 